Hello, folks. Um, yeah, so I taxes, taxes are the worst. Um, they're also the best. I I love taxes. I love doing my taxes, and I love like understanding how they all work. I think, um, like when I was a kid, it just seemed like taxes were this thing that my parents went to somebody else for, and it's like, and then so I just did the same thing, and it it's just like this black boxy thing, and I don't know. I, it's just was always kind of like mystifying and felt like a dark art and something that was just, I wasn't meant to understand. But then somewhere along the line, I think I just was like, you know, I think I'm just going to use TurboTax on my own. Um, and that just kind of sent me down this, this hole of like, then I was like, well, I should like, I can technically do my taxes on my own. Like I should be able to just do this like by hand. I'd probably learn a lot. Um, Anyway, so I just got really into taxes when I was younger and I, every year it's like one of my favorite times of the year, even though like, I don't know, it's very paperworky and that kind of stinks. Um, but it's great because I get to like, you know, get a good bird's eye view of my business, which I don't treat like a business, like with a capital B that often. I'm more, my whole kind of mode of operating is just like, you know, being excited about the work I'm doing and working on it and then charging people occasionally for things that I build. And then just kind of like, it all works out, you know, like that's kind of how it goes with me. I definitely, I think I do have like an entrepreneurial mindset and I have a lot of that, like I have a lot of that in me that like, I want, I want to have like, you know, charts and stuff, (laughs) you know, I want to have like, I want to like track growth and all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, it's just not what I do. I, I just like to program and, and build stuff and whatever. And that's that. And then I just kind of do that once a year for one weekend when I do my taxes. So that is this weekend. And the good news is I've made more money than I've ever made, which is been true for most of my career except for that time where I quit my job and I made like nothing for a year Um, that was pretty funny but I'm sure that's you know whatever so I made like more money than I'm used to making so I'm not I I freaking like because you know Mr. Caleb doesn't forecast anything or really pay much attention I just I guess I like I pay my quarterly estimated payments but I just do do what I'm like the minimum, you know, and then I just save like make sure I have a bunch of money in a checking account for when tax time comes. And that has always served me well. I've never been bit. It's always been like, I just kind of, this is, this is very much speaks to my style as opposed to like my wife. Like she would never take that kind of a risk. She would never just leave it up to fate that she has enough money to pay her taxes at the end of the year. And that is what I've done my whole life. Um, fortunately, like I, I just kind of like guess like an estimate based on like previous years and like, Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. Like I did a little bit better this year. Let's say like I'm making like maybe twice as much as last year. So I got to have like twice as much. If I paid like X amount last year, I probably got to have like two times X amount by the time I go to do my taxes. And okay. I have like four times that in the checking account. So I'm probably fine. Well, this year there was a bit of a curveball. I'll say, a, I'd made more than I even thought. And so when I looked into what I actually owe in taxes, it's like a staggering amount. And then B, there's this, you know, change you may have heard somebody talk about on Twitter 
um, that's kind of like wasn't supposed to actually happen. It just got slipped into a bill by Congress and like it's just actually might happen, which means, well, it did happen that for 2022, instead of deducting, if I pay uh, a developer a hundred grand to help me build some software, I can't deduct a hundred grand on my taxes. I can only deduct like 10 grand or 20 grand, depending on who you ask for, for that year. And then I deduct the rest over future years. But what that means is that, that if I have like a hundred, 115 grand that I would normally deduct and that's at the top of my income. So for me that, let's say that's like 35%. That means that, you know, I was about to save, let's say a hundred grand, make it a clean hundred grand. Let's say with this new thing, now I owe an extra 35 grand basically. Um, a little bit less than that, but that's kind of the deal. And it actually turns out to be a little more than that for me. Um, and that's just like money I was not really thinking about. It's funny. Like I, I had like this pile of money in my checking account, like more money than I think people are used to seeing in like normal people's checking accounts. And I just figured like I'd be fine and I am fine. Like I'm not going to, my family's not going to go hungry, but I haven't been, you know, down to like a reasonable person's checking account in a long time, you know, like, which is probably not great. Like it's not a great idea to just have like a ton of money rotting in cash in your checking account. Um, yeah, but so, and part of this isn't that I just like, just have enough to pay my taxes. It's also that I want to maximize my investments. And so in the U S for a small business owner, if you make a lot of money, your maximum investment is like $61,000 in a 401k and that's deductible then plus, you know, whatever my wife's contribution is. And so I can basically, I have the option to take like, let's say 80, 85 grand. I can take like 85 grand, put it into a 401k and now not have to pay taxes on that this year. So that's a big help because if that's at 35%, you know, that's whatever, like 20 grand or something, which is quite a lot. So that's like a twofer is like, I save money on the taxes right now. Um, well, that's kind of, yeah, whatever. It's a one for, I'm saving the money on the taxes. I'm making sure that that $80,000 that I made from you generous people buying my software stuff grows as, as much as possible in my investments. And then like, hopefully later on in life, I just like retire and don't make that much money and then can take it out and pay a smaller amount of taxes. You know, it's kind of like a tax, basic tax strategy. Um, where if I just like don't put that into tax sheltered investments, then I have to pay taxes on that. So I only have like 60 grand or 55 grand to, uh, invest, you know, which won't grow as, as big. And then I'll have to take taxes on its growth when I take it out, which is like not ideal. So whatever this, I'm not, I'm not here to explain investment tax strategies to you folks. Um, but what I am here to do is just kind of gripe that like, I owe more than I thought. If you count all the investments that I feel like I have to make, you know, again, like it's not that I don't have the money. If I didn't, then I just wouldn't do the investments, you know, and I would have like plenty of money to pay my taxes, but I, I like never not maximized my, all of my investments in my like professional career. It's just sort of one of my things is like spend a lot less than what you make and invest a bunch of it and max out all your tax advantage stuff and retire early. That's been my shtick since I was like 18. Um, and so to like miss that just feels like, whoa, that would be nuts. I can't do that. And I, and I'm not going to, but, but yeah, that thing that I mentioned that 2022 thing, section 127, whatever is like, 
it's just this obscure thing that you don't hear, you don't like find a lot of information about. Not a lot of people are talking about it online. Even chat GPT isn't super helpful with it, which is unfortunate, Mr. Chat. Um, even TurboTax, there's like nothing in TurboTax to do this. You have to like hack your way around it. It's crazy. It is like baffling. If you buy like the business edition of TurboTax, they're not going to walk you through this or even ask you about it at all. This is just just assumes that you follow Ian Landsman on Twitter and saw his tweet and now are cued in on it and now like go to the ends of the earth to figure out, to find the one little forum post by a TurboTax professional saying this is how you can kind of do that in the current TurboTax software, which is like deep down a rabbit hole and you're like manually doing this thing. Oh, it's so stupid. But like in years past, I've felt like I'm not um, qualified to make these decisions and I've felt nervous about doing my taxes and there's been times I just want, I just need somebody to give me permission. I just need somebody to give me clarity on like, you know, and I have a, f- uh, a family friend who used to do my parents' taxes. He's an accountant and I've ran stuff by him before and he gives me that confidence occasionally. But I'd say like now these are concerns that are out of his wheelhouse. He's more like does like personal income taxes for people. So he's not... Really, he'll he'll just he's scared to give me any advice. He's not cued in on this change at all. So I just feel like totally floating. I can't find, you know, solid information anywhere. And on top of that, I'm still operating my business like like not like somebody who makes this much money should, basically, because my philosophy so far has been that the biggest mistake people make is front loading. You're just like doing too much too soon, thinking, you know, oh, I really wanna I really want to start my own business. So you know what? I'm going to make a business plan. I'm going to hire an accountant. I'm going to get QuickBooks and I'm, you know, all this stuff. And maybe that's good advice in hindsight. I don't know. But for me, it was like really empowering to realize that you can just make money. I remember my dad telling me, my dad was like an entrepreneur for a period in his life. And I remember him telling me, son, you need, you know, he wanted to inspire the entrepreneurial spirit in me. So he would like, <laughs> I remember I wanted to, like I was fixing people's computers for money and I just wanted to like level up, you know, and he was like, well, make a business plan and let's register a DBA doing business as and like get, get a name for you and all this stuff. And in like hindsight that at some point I just realized that like, you know, once I had done other business ventures, like, oh, you don't even need a doing business as I don't need a DBA. I can just be Caleb Porzio. So actually I don't need anything. That's the cool thing about the U S is like, I can just make money. And then on my taxes, it goes, did you make money? <laughs> and you go, yeah, I did. Um, and for, here's where I made it. Oh, did you spend money? Yeah, I did. And here's what I spent. Okay, you owe this much in taxes. Um, unfortunately, it's not as easy as that. But that is, if you use TurboTax and you have a simple situation, it's not that much more difficult than that. And I just thought that was like cool. It's like, that's good. It's all about just making money for your business. It's not about like thinking you need to like buy business cards and crap that I used to do to like feel like a business dude. You know, I don't even have a freaking business card. Like it does, saying that doesn't sound weird. It doesn't sound funny to you, I imagine, but just think about like other industries. And if you told them like, you know, what level of, you know, entrepreneurship or professors, whatever, how like far you are in your career and be like, yeah, I actually do not own a business card at all. And if I went to some conference where they're like, Oh, do you have a business card? I would be like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like even this is going to be a long one. Cause I'm just, I'm just rambling, whatever, who cares? 
we went to this like i think i even talked about this to you i think i did we were at a, uh, a fancy hotel and there were like a there was like a business conference it was like a it was a four seasons actually i'm pretty sure it was four seasons oh maybe it wasn't i don't know there's all these fancy hotels around here in florida where i am right now so we just visit them for fun and look like you know total outsiders but you can just walk into these you know insanely expensive fifteen hundred dollar night hotels and you know hang out there and smell the smell they pump in the air to make you feel good and so i think we were at a four seasons or something and they were having like some conference it's all these business folks in their blazers you know picture these dudes with their blazers i'm just like man like we live such a different life i look like a child compared to you i look like i don't know anything and i work at like chick-fil-a or something no shade on chick-fil-a chick-fil-a would probably be a great place to work um but you know what i'm saying like and it's just so funny that i'm walking by them and i like i know inside that you know i do have like some amount of business credibility or career credibility or something but man next to you dude, I look like a freaking hack, you know, I'm like disheveled looking and just think of everybody in our circles, you know, me and you, the listener, everybody in our circles, nobody looks like that. Nobody is like, (laughs) nobody looks like a guy with a business card. Nobody. Um, yeah, which is funny to me. And I like it that way. That is my vibe. A hundred percent. Um, 100%. So anyway, what the frick was I even here to talk about? Business cards with my dad. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember being amped about like getting a business card. That's like legit. Getting a logo, making a name, registering a DBA, doing all this stuff. And then I rebelled from that and was like, no, you don't need any of that. You actually just need to make money and that's what you should focus on. You can just make a website and just make money. And, and I've like, there's been so many people in my life outside of tech, just in like everyday life throughout my life that have been like really interested. Oh, I'm just like, I love what you do. Or like, that's really cool that you work for yourself. It's like, I would love to do something like that, you know, or like I, and I, and I would just always encourage people and be like, just, just remember, like you can just go start making money today. Like there's nothing stopping you. Like the thing that's standing between you and like being self-employed is basically you getting somebody to pay you money right now. And you don't need anything. You need nothing. You just need to take money from them willingly. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that was like a cool advice, but I think maybe I took it a little too far and I felt like that in years past where I've been like, eh, you know what? Maybe I should even freaking have like, I don't even want to tell you some of the stuff because it's like in the off chance you're some malicious, dubious person who, who would like try to expose um, or like, you know, uh, attack some vulnerability of mine because I don't have a real business, but yeah, I don't like, um, yeah, at some point, you know, all my, like you'd level up and the people around you have S corps and stuff like that. And, and that's just not what I've done at all. I just make the money and I put it on the taxes. And to my credit though, I did look into forming an S corps. I got like super obsessed with the idea. And at the threshold I was at last year, I wouldn't have made as much money. Like traditional wisdom is like file an S corp. Like you will save money on taxes because you pay yourself a salary and you only have to pay like a certain tax on that salary that you pay yourself. And then the rest can be like dividends or whatever, you know, a a profit share from the company that you wouldn't pay that tax on. And, and so that's traditional wisdom is like you save a bunch of money on taxes. That's great. But 
I like ran all the numbers, actually ran like simulations and like TurboTax and everything and figured it out. And I think it was because of like my 401k deduction combined with like a QBI deduction, maybe self-employment, I don't know, like a few things that it was like, it was, it would have been worse for me tax-wise. I think that is no longer true. I'm almost positive that I'm a dummy and I should have fricking formed an S-Corp a year ago. And now I'm just like sitting here with my thumb up my butt and that's on me. Um, but yeah, this is a story of a man taking it too far and realizing I'm even embarrassed to like write that tweet that like, yo, I need an accountant. Like people out there must be like, what you, what are you talking about? You need an account. I'm like, I need an accountant to like help me track stuff. And it's like, what? Like, what are you using Google sheets? And actually I am using Google sheets. And again, more, um, more, um, self, um, what's the word that I always accuse other people of doing and it bugs me, but I do it myself, self something, um, indulgence. Yeah. If you'll indulge me, I made this freaking badass ta- tax calculator over the weekend. That's basically like a turbo tax, but, but like hand done for my tax situation this year. So I can just play with numbers and see it all react. And it's like deep, like every single thing that basically TurboTax would do or the federal government like IRS tax forms um, down to like, you know, and there's weird stuff like I'm, whatever. The U.S. tax system is nuts. And if there's so many weird like algorithmy problems in it, like chicken and egg problems where it's like, I made this much money. So I should be able to calculate, you know, some deduction based on that amount. But like the deduction might be based on how much the deduction is, which is like circular, you know? So there's like, if you try to program this stuff, you're just going to infinitely recurse and your program's going to break. So you have to use like a different short algorithm for like the deduction amount to calculate the deduction from, which is so dumb. Oh my gosh. Anyway, take a sip of tea. All this to say, you know what? I didn't even say what I came here to say. What I came here to say is that I need to hire an accountant and I feel like this is why it's been so frustrating for me. I actually had this epitome last year, not epitome. I just had this, this, this realization of like, I need to fricking have an accountant. I just looked up accountants in my area. I booked a meeting with one and I walked to their office, which was like a house converted into, you know, like picture like a city street that has, you know, big houses that they convert to businesses. It's like that. And it just like, didn't look that nice. And the lady, I was telling like some specific like things I was, you know, this S corp thing that I was like exploring and I was like, actually, well, actually I'm totally the, well, actually do. That's the other thing. I'm just afraid that, I mean, anybody I hire, I'm afraid that I'm smarter than them about taxes, which is such a cocky thing to say. But my fear was realized when I walked into this place and she like, I'm telling her stuff, sharing her podcasts, like, and notes and stuff. And she's like, oh, I really have to look at it. And I was like, screw you. And I never talked to her again. I just paid her credit card. She's like, oh, do you want to set up a file? I was like, no, I do not. I'm out. And that's been my fears that like all these people are just like, you know, I don't know. I sound like such a cocky asshole saying this, but, but like, think of like, you know, developers. I, even, you, there's no way to not be elitist saying this. So I'm just going to be elitist. Like, you know, I'll just be elitist against myself. When I first started as a developer, I said, I'm a PHP developer. I even said I can develop Laravel apps compared to now. It's like, holy cow, those are light years away from each other. How do I know the accountants that are, that are at the beginning of their career that don't know anything and think they do and they suck? 
versus like the really good ones who are, you know, or like, what if they're really good, but they're like old school and they're not like up to new stuff or they don't know my situation. You know, it's just so many fears. And I feel like there's so many things like that where it's just stressful. I don't want to make a decision because I'm like, I'm going to make the wrong decision. I'm going to regret it. And, you know, where's the person who is, you know, let's say, I don't know, where's the good person? (laughs) There's probably a ton of them. So I reached out on Twitter and a lot of people have hit me up with like, you should try this person. And now I have the job of like, this is way better than I could do on my own. Now I have like a list of people that I've, uh, I've basically got this list through trust channels, which is like the only thing I can go on is trust because I have no other information. And then now it's like, you know, I got to figure this out and see which one I'm going to choose or they'll choose me or whatever. I don't freaking know. But yeah, accounting and taxes, love, hate. This has been a long episode, but we haven't talked in a while. So good to talk to you.